This is On The Left Side, the funny football show. I'm fed up of hearing this disrespect for Mourinho because he's trying his best. I promise you this isn't a Manchester United podcast. I do try and talk about other football clubs, but somehow the complete shitstormery of Manchester United right now just draws me back in. And for that, you have to thank Jose Mourinho. There is more drama right now at Old Trafford than in your average episode of EastEnders. And as much anger as a Phil Mitchell meltdown. No one! No one! Sorry, sorry. Although you wouldn't know it when you listen to the big man, who is saying all the right things right now when it comes to the tensions between him and Paul Pogba. When he says he did it for the fans and for the team, is exactly what I want. I couldn't be happier than what I am. I mean, he's saying all the right things. He's just clearly not meaning all the right things. Maybe football managers just don't really understand the emotion happy. Mm -hmm. Certainly, it seemed to be something that Pep Guardiola was struggling with last season. I'm so happy, believe me. I'm so happy. Happy New Year. Could it be that something's getting lost in translation here? These foreign managers just don't actually understand what happy means. Could they actually think it's another word for miserable? Or lonely? Or suffering a terrible existential crisis? Or maybe happy just isn't a very football-y word, is it? Delighted with a big win, buzzing for the boys, thrilled to be joining another club, but happy? Nah, it just doesn't fit. You'd think that if Jose really was happy with Pogba, he might have congratulated him publicly on his World Cup winner's medal, rather than using his excellent showing on the world stage to suggest that maybe the midfielder wasn't giving his all for the boys in red, wouldn't you? At least he hasn't had a go at his haircut yet. We can leave that to Graham Souness' weekly whinge. He's a bit of a YouTuber, isn't he? Really, Jose should just be happy that his team has somewhere to play football right now, because Mauricio Pochettino can't say the same. Tottenham Hotspur now know what anyone who has ever worked with a builder ever knows. Predicted costs and times of work carry about as much resemblance to reality as the picture of a Big Mac on a McDonald's drive-thru menu does to the soggy, sweaty lump of sandwich that gets shoved through the drive-thru window 10 minutes before closing time. With virtually no grasp on the concept of irony, Spurs have chosen the same week in which they announced their lucrative new deal with their official timing partner, Swiss watchmakers IWC Schaffenhausen. They've also revealed that the opening of White Hart Lane, the sequel, has been postponed again. Presumably because everyone was too busy trying to copy that weird celebration thing that Deli Ali did with his hand last weekend. Not such a bad thing, you'd think. They'll just up sticks and play down the local park instead or Wembley as it's called. However, the NFL are rolling into town in a few weeks to play in the National Stadium, and it does leave the club potentially homeless for their upcoming match against Man City, unless they can get the stadium finished pronto. Time to call in the big boys. This week on DIY SOS, we lend a helping hand to Daniel, who has been forced to stay with neighbours for over a year now after his ambitious plans for home improvements overran. And it took a turn for the worse for Daniel last week when Jack from Birmingham let him down at the last minute, leaving him very short of manpower. We're here to see if we can help him out, but this is Spurs, so it's all bound just to go tits up at the last minute anyway. If Tottenham really can't find anywhere to play, they could just pack up their bags and head to the United States, because that is where La Liga is going. An official announcement this week confirmed that the Spanish League will be hosting their first ever regular season match outside of Europe and in the good old US of A 
as part of an agreement to spread football stateside ahead of the 2026 World Cup. La Liga have released a statement in which they said, We are devoted to growing the passion for soccer all around the world. Which is great, and I'm sure it'll also mean that high-profile Spanish matches will follow in other burgeoning football areas with a passion for the sport, like Syria, or Mali, or the Sudan. Or do they just mean the parts of the world with a load of money and commercial potential? Yeah, it's probably that, isn't it? There are two ways to look at this. One, it's the end of football as we know it. More shall come. The Premier League will be playing season openers on the Arctic Circle and Match of the Day will be broadcast from the surface of the moon because of a sponsorship deal with Virgin Galactic. Before we know it, clubs will break away into a global Super League where all London clubs will compete under one badge as Capital United, playing meaningless but very lucrative games all around the world. Rivers will boil, fire will fall from the sky, and Paul Merson will be crowned Lord and Master of all. End of times. Or, it's just the inevitable globalisation of the sport. At the end of the day, the match-going fans are a low priority nowadays, and at least we'll have the comedy value of Donald Trump doing celebratory keepy-ups in the centre circle before El Clasico kicks off inside the Yankee Stadium. Thanks. Great. But all this fan bitching about stadiums and transatlantic games and all the Jose moaning has really been put into perspective this week by one small gesture from Barnsley Football Club. Tyke CEO Gautier Ghani has noticed that lifelong fan Chris Ryder was going through, in his words, a tough time and so took it upon himself to write a personal letter to the fan. Here's a bit of what it said. Dear Chris, sorry for sending you a letter at random, but... I felt like I wanted to reach out to you and get in touch. I've noticed through social media that you'd had a bit of a hard time recently. I'm not sure what it is, but I hope everything improves for you as soon as possible. You've been a fan of the club for many years and always supported us. So we want you to know if the favour needs returning and we need to support you, let us know. My door is always open. How bloody brilliant is that? Football's a game that has struggled to recognise mental health issues for years. It's often seen as a mark of weakness rather than a serious condition. And here we have someone going above and beyond, stepping up to the mark and extending a helping hand. Plus, if a stranger can reach out unprompted to help someone, surely, for you and me, picking up the phone and checking that a friend or a colleague or a neighbour is just okay is literally the least we can do. I love it when football does stuff like this. The sport gets a bad rap at times. Players behave like dicks and then non-football fans are very quick to shout, you wouldn't get a cricketer doing that, or that wouldn't happen in rugby. But now, you have Barnsley doing this, whilst England cricketer Ben Stokes is having punch-ups in a nightclub and rugby's Danny Cipriani is thumping bouncers. Maybe football is now the one setting the good example. And for that reason, we should all be terrified. Boom, boom, done. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming. See you in the bar. Make sure you have subscribed to this podcast if you have not done so already. It's on every single podcasting platform. Just search on the left side or head to our website where you'll find all the links you need. We've made it easy for you. On the left side.co.uk, you'll also find our links to our YouTube channel there where you'll see a load of cool moving pictures to go with my words. Point your internet at ontheleftside.co.uk. I'll be back in a few days with a load more football funny. See you then, bye. 
On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson. Mm-hmm.